Welcome into The Son of a Batch, where my 55-year-old mother and 22-year-old self analyze weekly episodes of The Bachelorette with spunk, humor, and multi-generational insight. I'm a Bachelor newbie, and my mom is Bachelor-obsessed. That makes me The Son of a Batch. Let's go. I'm not the kind of girl you bring home to mama. If my mama loves me, then why you say I'm not yours? the kind of girl you bring home to mama. If my mama loves me, then why can't yours say I'm not the kind Okay, so the one thing I got to say about this episode was this might be the most heavily produced one I've seen yet. Yeah. It was, it was pretty out there. Uh, between the at the race when Michelle kept using race puns like car racing puns get my heart heart racing with you see if we're up to speed like that kind of stuff Um, that was that that was tough and then god there was one other thing that really stuck out at me that I'm sure I will remember throughout the duration of this podcast but there was like a few moments where I was just like oh come on um I know this is an original, but I liked her saying she wanted to find her ride or die. What's that from? I think that's, I, I don't think, I don't know the origin of that, but it's pretty widespread. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, great example though, right? Yeah. I want to find my ride or die. So like that, but that worked on you. You like that. I did. I don't know. I just think that's a cool way to say I want to find my partner. Right. But it's it's like a car reference ish well yeah but that's what that's why she used it in, in that context was they were at a racetrack so she said i right. want to find my ride right. or die and that was supposed to be like haha oh my god that's punny but also so cute uh would you have liked that date i don't know if i, I feel like i would have been like him spinning out a ton uh not really honestly i'm not really a big car guy so probably not yeah. up my alley but i don't know what about you well you know me i would have been putting around the track yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You, you could go race one of those dudes over there. Yeah, you, you guys go ahead. Gonna... Go ahead and pass me, guys. I'm just trying to stick to the speed limit here. <laughs> I'm trying to stay between the lines. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to feel out of control. Yeah. So that uh, I mean that's a that's fun thing about her. She's kind of she <clears throat> she likes adventure. It seems like she's very adventurous. She got right behind the wheel of the car. Um, she went and cl- she's done some height stuff with the men. So she seems like somebody who's into adventure, which I dig. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. What did I was, were you surprised that she picked Martin for the one-on-one? No, I thought they've had a good connection so far. I didn't think that was too much of a shocker. Right. Yeah. Y- you I, were I, though? Yeah, yeah. Because she kept talking about how he always takes care of her. What did you think? How how do you think he performed on the date? Um, he stumbled but recovered nicely. That's that's how I feel. Right? Is is that pretty accurate? I'm gonna say that this is the first guy she should have let go. Mm, um, on the date, the way, yeah. And the reason I say that is because he brought up Jamie. And made it sound like, you know, he's a good guy. He kind of got a, you know, a crappy, he shouldn't have gone home. He's a good man. Um, and it, you could tell it kind of threw her off. And she she said, I need somebody to trust me with my decision making. And then he didn't let it go. He kept going. 
and even t- he he also talked over her and i think for me that's a that's a hard no mm, yeah he and and i even think that night when he was talking to her about why you know he's not good at communicating and he didn't learn about communication um from his parents i don't know it just didn't feel that genuine to me cuz he knew he yeah. had messed up yeah not a great excuse i agree so I'm, I was surprised she gave him a rose, but I yeah. also like that she's giving them a little bit of space, I guess, but I, I, Martin's not going to be in the top five. No. Seems like a weird hill to die on too, right? To be like, yeah, my, no, my buddy though, he's, he's a good dude. He was my he's, competition he, and you let him go, but he was a good dude. You should have kept him like, yeah, what? It, it almost sounds like the bromance thing with Aaron and, um, ugh. Don't get, don't, we don't need to bring Aaron into this podcast. Aaron and James, I was having a, (laughs) it was almost like, oh, I I had a, I had a bromance with this guy. Why, why'd you send him home? This was my friend. And I think before the date, Casey or somebody was saying that they didn't like, maybe it was Crosas. I can't remember, but we're saying that he, they were surprised Martin got the date because he was really good friends with Jamie. Yeah. So. And the other, I would just want to make a, a comment about Martin. Um, he has the same, um, one of his eyebrows, the hair doesn't grow in the middle of it. So I wanted to bring that up since you have that same issue. I don't know. He Maybe he... Okay. he uh... So this is another moment where I have to explain something to you that like this. Um, so... M- for those listening, yeah, my I have like a scar in my eyebrow from falling down a escalator when I was a kid. Martin's is not a scar. That's just a trend. A lot of people do that. It's like a thing. You carve a uh, slash in your eyebrow. I don't know. I, I don't know why it's a thing, but it's a thing. <laughs> it looks good, so though. I think it looks it's a good fashion on Martin, trend. too. I was yeah, like, it's a- <laughs> it looks, it, he looks tough. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a fashion thing. But yeah, yeah, see, I was just born with born cool yeah it was right (laughs) that's pretty funny you thought that was a scar (laughs) yeah i did i love it yeah i love it so that wasn't a scar no 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 no. that's that's what i'm saying it's a fashion thing a lot of people do that oh i thought you were joking i'm dead serious what they just carve a little thing through their eyebrow yep holy moly pretty common thing or like i don't want to say pretty common but it's um in the fashion world i'll say it's common and it oh definitely works for his look he's got a whole look. How do you, what do you even google scar in eyebrow or i'm not scar what, what do you what do you call it i don't know it's like a, a, a eyebrow notch i have no idea what you actually call it i don't know anyone actually that's a lie i do know a couple people my age who have done that who have that in their eyebrow, but like not really? none of my friends do. Yeah. So you're yeah, even but I, I, than I thought. See, that's what I'm saying. I was born this way. So I'm glad. <laughs> I feel like every time that I have to explain something like this to you, I explain it and then you're, you like still don't believe me. And then we run into this moment of like, okay, she's got it. And then you're like, wait, I thought you were joking. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were joking. No, that's a like, real oh, thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, he. But I think he's got a. I think he's got a definitely an interesting look um, that he yeah. pulls off. He does. So it fits. Yeah, it does. It does. Good looking dude, but not making top five. I think we. I think that's a good call. 
So this is my next question about you saying that this episode was overproduced. Mm. I think so. Next date, group date, slumber party. Yeah. Really good slumber party. Like lots of the lots yep. of the uh, cool shit. You know, like, I will say as slumber parties go, this one was top notch, right? Right. <laughs> Popcorn machine, cotton candy machine, pedicure. I don't even know what those are, but things that you put your feet in, uh, making teddy bears. That's the only thing that's a little weird because we had build a bear. I had to go build a bear with all three of you. I didn't really, that wasn't really great. I didn't care about that. Um, but like fun slumber party question is, do you think that men secretly want to go and do all of those kinds of things and, and make it, and it's okay. Uh, I don't, I don't necessarily see the appeal of, I don't, I feel like the appeal was just the lounging part, right? What my, my question is, sorry, let me rephrase this. What about that? I think what you're getting at is that it's like a feminine thing and guys are afraid to show their feminine side. That's like the general gist of what you're saying, right? Not really. Maybe, maybe it has a tinge of that in there, but like. It's not cool for guys to go and make cotton candy at a party with a bunch of other guys, right? But it's, it's kind of fun to do those out, kinds of things. That. And I maybe I'm maybe I'm leaning into it's too feminine. I feel like it's more so genuinely like childish, right? Like going and making cotton candy and eating yeah. popcorn and doing and a pillow fight. Who doesn't want to revisit their inner child? Yeah, there you go. I, the duck duck maybe they were having game a was blast. a little outside the bounds. I'm gonna. Yeah, say. yeah. Like, do you, do you see what I'm saying on that front? Like, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. But, um, yeah. So, but we got to get to the real meat and potatoes, right? So Michelle felt neglected during the date, um, which I was certainly surprised with. I feel like if it's hard to put yourself in those shoes, but I feel like if I was in those shoes, I'd be. Oh, Michelle is unattended. I'm going to go talk to her. Yeah. Well, I, but, I guess that was part of my question that I didn't word very well. Like they were really into it. They were having fun. Again, you're seeing, we keep seeing this, a group of men that kind of enjoy hanging out together. It was, the date was a hang. And so they were all just really enjoying it and like, oh, I'll go talk to her in a little while. And nobody talked to her. So I, I was thinking about that during, I mean... I more see it as I don't think it's that they were super excited to go make cotton candy or whatever. I think it was more so they were trying to demonstrate that they were engaged. Like when you're doing all this shit, which in my opinion is like dumb shit, like all these states that are silly and, you know, kind of like trendy fun, supposed to be dates. But really, in reality, I feel like most guys are just kind of like, oh, what is this shit? Okay, but if you want to stick around in this show, you have to act really excited no matter what you're doing. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, we're doing poetry. Yes. I'm so excited about that. Um, we're doing a cotton candy slumber party. Hell yeah. Let me go get some cotton candy. So I think that's more what I saw was that these guys were like really trying to show like, Oh, you know, be fun. Oh yeah. We'll play duck, duck goose. Like tell me you're putting 10 guys in a room and that ever one guy is going to be like, Hey, you guys want to play duck, duck goose? Everyone, that was a normal room of dudes. Everyone would turn to that guy and be like, what the fuck did you just say? 
Um, so my point being, I think they were just trying to do do the date, and that's and then maybe they got a little overzealous with that, and then forgot why they were there. And I think that's probably what happened. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then they decide to go and have teddy bear fights. The Bella twins introduce them. They have teddy bear fights. Who are the Bella twins, by the way? I have no idea who that I is. I think they're WW. Oh, right. They said that, yeah. WWE. F? Yeah. Is it F? E. e? WWE? I don't know what. Anyway. It's the fake wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not big. I'm not a big wrestling person, so I'm not going to know who these people are. The the teddy bear fights were weird. I did, I don't think we learned anything during no. them. You've always uh, got a, a fight of some sort in all these things. Yeah. No, and just a classic fight. Only half of them got to go to the cocktail party, if I remember correctly. Is that right? Yep. Okay. So, it was, yeah, it was a big deal. Big moment. Um, cocktail party. Why am I not remembering anything of note? She she addresses she everybody addresses in the room and yeah. tells them that it was a hard. She wanted to bring up that she really felt unseen, and then oh yeah, and then uh, uh so she kind of put uh, them all on. I don't know. Notice, yeah. She she told them you know this didn't go well. This wasn't what I expected. I was so excited today, and nobody came and talked to me. What were, you know? So I let's let's talk about this. I thought that uh, I think she pulled Nate first. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. I don't think I'm on the Nate train anymore. Um, because mm. he he was like, oh, sorry. He just didn't seem very attentive or sorry or like take a lot of cre- credit for it. And then Olu, like, really understood what she was talking, and or oh. Alum, I, I have it. His name written down as Olu and it's, alum. Olum. Pretty sure it's. O, I'm pretty sure it's Olu. Olu? <laughs> I don't know where you okay. got Olum from. Yeah. And he's he did such a great job because he was like, I have a bunch of sisters, and I know what it feels like to not be seen and why that would be painful. So I thought he really did an amazing job. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he was definitely with it, um, but I agree with you. I think I've seen I, – I always felt like something was a little off with Nate from the start, that he was just not being very authentic, and I still kind of get that vibe. Um, I think he's, he's more looking at it – as much as I thought the Chris S. thing was bullshit, I think that he is kind of looking at this as like a, a game of like, oh, all I have to do is check this box, that box, that box, and then I win. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's it's almost Thomas syndrome in like a different. It's just not yeah. a good word. Well, and I so I was you know I'm trying to watch the previews before Tuesday because we have our little bachelor pool and I forgot to fill mine out last week. But you know so that I know like who's on a one on one and I can kind of see some of the previews. And um, in the preview, she has two friends on the date, and they ask he he talks about how chris called him out because and and accused him of acting like he has it in the bag and her two friends say well what would you have said that would have made him think that and he said well what i said was it's not when it's not if i'm gonna get a one-on-one it's when and they both look at him like that sounds like you said you have it in the bag (laughs) 
I don't, okay. I don't know what to so do. Here's, okay, so here's why I thought that was weird, is I'm like, yeah, I agree. Like, I think that was a... He's right, though, is he not? I mean... If you know if you know you have a good connection with someone and you're confident in that connection, why would you I guess why I would mean, you not be confident? I don't know. I don't get I don't understand why that's an issue. Fair. Fair. I mean I guess I always come from the humble train, like you're supposed to stay humble, you're not supposed to you know, you're not supposed to brag, you're not supposed to do this. And that, yeah, I don't know like why that. you would I mean, say like, that I know out she loud. likes me enough to get a one on one. is it something you say in front of all the men? Right. That's I agree with you. It's not something I would necessarily say out loud, but yeah, I don't think it's that cocky to be like, yeah, I think I'll probably get a one-on-one. It's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, cause didn't he get first impression? Like, I feel like if I got first impression, I'd be like, cool. I'm slated for a one-on-one then. Yeah, maybe. I don't maybe. know. I just, I don't think it was that bold. And obviously Chris S was doing it for his own personal motives. Um, right. So that's kind of annoying that that's going to stick with Nate because it's just so stupid, but whatever. Um, One of the things that you sent me that really made me laugh was, or maybe you posted it or something, was that Nate brought back the term dweeb. And I agree. (laughs) I thought that was really funny. I wonder if that was him trying to censor himself in in a way or if that's actually just something that he uses on a regular basis, calling people a dweeb. That is fucking that. hilarious. I love the word dweeb. No, I'm that's a great honest. one. I'm bringing that one back. 100%. I'm going to start when when one of my friends is talking shit to me in the in the group chat, I'm going to be like you're a dweeb, bro. And that's that's right. going to be beautiful. I'm excited for that. <laughs> so, who else? I I think I have Joe still really liking Joe every every show. Joe is quiet and I don't know that we have had a, a man, I'm probably going to say Zach was similar to Joe in the sense that just kind of kept to themselves, kind of quiet, showed up in the moment, but like wasn't trying to get into beef with the guys or anything like that. Just this nice, quiet guy who you kind of get the impression that he listens because he understood. He found out that she felt unseen at the date party. And he shows up at the cocktail party with snacks and, um, you know, tells him, tells her that he's sorry that he didn't handle himself better and he doesn't want her to feel that way. I, I, I don't know what he, I, I'm all about Joe. I think Joe has a very good shot at winning it. Uh, I was talking to him about that last night. Yeah. I, 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 I think he's really good. Let me talk production train real quick though. Okay. Cause here's something I was thinking. Okay, he gets to bring props into his part of the cocktail party with her, right? Yeah. That if everybody had the opportunity always to bring props in, and that just happened to be something that spurred in his mind of, oh, I should bring her snacks, then wouldn't everybody have a, a freaking prop at their I don't know. Part? I mean, that th- that's a good question, but I think. Wouldn't they be like, oh, I brought to have a prop because, like, if you just bring something random, it's not going to. No, no, I, I, I serious, I I know what you mean, but I'm saying like, how how come it just happens to be just one dude every time that brings? Oh, and every all the other guys had all this time, and then this guy brought, you know, these dishes, or this guy brought an a a Mad Lib, and it we filled it in together, like right. Where did you get that? Oh yeah, the producers gave it to. You. I don't know. I just 
it, it that that part seemed a little staged to me. But um, yeah, Joe is is definitely doing well. Um, hundred percent a contender. I I would honestly be willing to put a futures bet down on him right now. If it weren't I, for- I think his other contender, and again, I'm not gonna put Nate in the contender. I mean, I think Nate will go far, but I don't think Nate's a contender. Brandon J. Brandon's still hanging in there. Brandon mm-hmm. every time just shows up. Yeah. And I, I think I, I think Michelle had said that she really appreciated like he, you know, they have looks across the room and that makes her feel better. And so the, he just makes eye contact with her. That's pretty special. Definitely some good chemistry for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oozing out from those two. Right. And then, you know, the rest of them. So Chris S, clearly we see in the previews that he is going to be problematic. Yeah. So let's let's start with that one again, right? Like, I, I just want to point it out. I did call it when he came in and said I could give you the D and he was dressed in his little schoolboy outfit. And I was like, wow, that guy has a punchable face. I really don't like him. Here's oh, why. He's the D guy? Yeah. Yeah. He's the oh. D with the D. Uh, yeah. Now he's just consistently. Sucks. Now it all comes together. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He is the daddy's money yacht sailing in the evenings or on the weekends and going to a bar and picking a fight and then suing the guy for hitting him type of dude. Uh, I really don't like him. And not to be hoity-toity snotty, but he's from West Hollywood, California. There you go. Perfect example. Like the way he handled (laughs) that Nate confrontation. I mean, obviously Nate was pissed, but like, are you, are you trying to put your hands on me, bro? No, he wasn't. You're being a puss. Like, I don't know what to tell you. He was not trying to put his hands on you in any way. And you just are, I don't know. I really well, and I also I, like I think it's interesting. Um, so first of all, you knew that he was in trouble when he got the Tom Cruise outfit. That you know things were not going to go well, and then they we have to watch him like Tom cruising uh, across. Yeah, the okay, like that was definitely another. Seconds than I can that's handle. not like a producer moment, but that's like a cringe moment for sure. I was like, oh, we don't. I don't need that. <laughs> Sometimes they I mean, just I go guess... so over the top, and I'm like, oh god, no, I do not need to see that. <laughs> and that's a pretty old movie so i guess I, we're getting to the age of like you have all these people seeing that movie because i was that. thinking that as well because like everybody knows the costume for sure that's a big even now halloween you'll see girls dressing in that outfit that's like a very really? popular halloween costume yeah but how like dead on the whole scene was everybody knows the first scene where he slides in Right. Uh But then like the laying on the couch and the kicking the legs and stuff, I was like, oh, that's that's deep. Like that's like another level of. Oh, (laughs) yeah. So I'm with you. I was like, oh, that's for the real the real fans of the movie, because I feel like most people haven't seen the movie. They just know the outfit and the scene. I would argue that when you see, you know, people dress like that on Halloween, that they haven't seen the movie most of the time. It's just a trendy costume. Right. So I don't know. But yeah, I also found that very uncomfortable. Um, yeah, the PJ thing was interesting how everybody's got their own set. I feel like that really sets you up for the rest of the day. It's yeah. uh, Yeah. (laughs) And and then the second thing about Chris is that he started the cocktail party, you know, talking about how nobody paid attention to Michelle and that that was really bad, but except for him, he did. 
he he paid attention to her and we do see a picture you know yeah okay now i'm confused so he was like he was saying in that speech that he was not at the cocktail party so he doesn't know what he was like i wasn't there for when you guys weren't paying attention to her but yeah we just brought up that he was on the pj day and that's when it happened so yeah that's when it happened but there is a clip of him playing oh my gosh i can't believe i can't remember the name of this game the one with the dots where you spin oh yeah i don't even i don't know what that is either twister but i know you're talking about oh twister Twister. oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, which is can be a super awkward game to play and so he was they do show a picture of him playing twister with her or something so i always think it's bad if you're going to call everybody out and be like but i did i talked to her well uh, okay whatever yeah okay so if i could still name the episode teacher's pet that's exactly what i would do but i unfortunately i already use that name but yeah what a little kiss ass did not like that oh the, and the previews are just horrific and I wouldn't want to mess around with this group. I, I kind of like the group of men. And so Chris is barking up the wrong tree. He it they're all gonna stick together. They are not nobody's gonna stand up for him. I that's actually something that's interesting between the two shows is like when you're watching The Bachelorette, that's almost always true, right? Where this group of dudes is like they become a, a large group of friends and there might be this the guy or that guy that the group as a whole decides they don't like Mm -hmm. but it's rare that they split whereas when you're watching the bachelor i feel like oftentimes it's like split crowds of like oh there's this little posse and then this little posse you know what i'm saying right so just an interesting note i don't know it is the other thing i want to make sure that we don't miss is rick got the second one-on-one hmm and this was this was riding up a mountain, ah, I believe. Like thank riding you. up a this, car. This was the other produced, heavy produced that was really killing me. The the wish box. Are we kidding with the wish I box? I thought that too. Like, oh, make sure we go find a place where the because I don't think they I don't think the wish box is fake. I, I think the wish box no, is No, the wish box real. is a th- the wish box is a thousand percent fake, Mom. No, no, they no, pulled no, out? no. I'm sure. That you go there and there's probably a wish box, but they did the date around knowing that there's this. <laughs> really? Come on. Okay, That's mom, not produced. I'm going to have to Google that. Mom, th- do you remember? Let's just let's just recount how hardcore these producers go for this show. I have a friend. I've actually been to Warsaw, Indiana. and I have a friend who is from Warsaw, Indiana. And in the season with... Uh, where Ben was the bachelor. They went back to Warsaw, Indiana for the year, the annual Warsaw fall festival or whatever the hell it was. And I talked to Gary. He was like, no, that's not a thing at all. They just made that up for one weekend. They said it was a festival that we have every year. We've never had that ever. You're killing me. Yeah. Like, so, so whether the wish box was there before the hike or not, it is now. it, it is. It doesn't matter. The real produced part that was killing me was the notes inside of it. I wish my father could have seen who I become. I became. No fucking way. No one writes that. No one would ever write that. Also, why are there three about how in how you want to find love? Like bullshit, man. You're telling Fair. me if that was if that was a real wish box, there would definitely be a drawing of a dick, and that's a hundred percent true. Somebody would have drawn a penis. 
actually, I would say over 50% of the wishes thrown in there would be penises. So I think you have no faith in humanity or society. Mom, mom, I'm telling you, if I, I would love to set up this experiment. If I put a wish box on the corner of my block and saw what was put in it, it would be hilarious to open the, uh, open the, okay. I challenge. <laughs> I, yeah, I shouldn't, I shouldn't open that. I am going to figure out where to put a wish box (laughs) and I want to see what's in it. So I'm trying to think, Oh man, I'm going to have to figure this out. This, so this to be continued, that's what I'm going to say. That's your project. That's your project. All right. Yeah. I love it. I would love to see, let's see if there are any penises thrown in there. That's all I'm wondering. And if, if, and and, and I'll say if, and when there are, I'm going to laugh and you're going to open up. You're going to be like, oh, I wonder what someone put in the wish box today. Oh, it's a dick. Another one. Wow. And this one's really veiny. Oh, <laughs> don't like that. It's going to happen. I'm telling you, that's how it goes. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, no. didn't appreciate the producers writing down all this BS that was specifically catered to Michelle and Rick. Um, but that's 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 my producer tangent for a second. But anyway, we can go fair, along with fair. the date. Okay, question. Would you draw a dick? For, I I really might. Like I if, if Izzy Come was on. on this if Izzy was on this podcast, she would she'd be like, Yeah, he definitely would. It's <laughs> Why probably, isn't it's Izzy on true. this podcast? I apparently they're not watching. I asked her. She said oh, they're really? watching this season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but like, yeah, more than likely, I, I feel like if I was a little younger, I would draw the dick because it's just, it's a little overdone. At this point. So that's but what I mean, you there's, wish there's for? nothing like, no, you're not wishing for a dick. It's just imagining someone like you opening the box and finding a little piece of paper and be like, oh, what is this wish? Oh, it's a penis. Like, that's pretty funny <laughs> in my head. But I'm also 12 years old. So like, that's, that's the way I think. I'm just saying there are a lot of other people who also think that way. Okay. I, this is a huge challenge for me. I mean, like my, I am like iterating in my head of like, okay, where can I put a wish box? Cause now I've got to test this theory out. <laughs> well, okay. Okay. And here's it? the, here's the other thing that you would get a lot of returns of, of just people being like, I wish people would stop putting stupid shit like wish boxes around here. Boom. That one's in there. So I don't okay, know. You know even if it was or, fake, I... I loved it. It was it was definitely fake. And yes, it was very convenient for their storylines, you know, wanting to find a soulmate and wanting to see I agree with you on wishing, the words. wishing to see wishing their dad could see what they become. Just a really convenient opportunity for him to let her know that his dad died. Um but yeah. That was really tough story too so i i really <laughs> and i knew we were gonna get there yes it uh, was i appreciated olu because he um he gave michelle so much recognition about what a hard um time it is to be the only woman of color in school and he could really resonate with her and i really loved that and then then we get to rick who has this oh like kind of heartbreaking story like his parents split because he shared a text with his mom that his dad got to, you know, that turned out he was cheating on her and always felt responsible. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. That's, that's tough to know that you're, you know, that you've been blamed for something that you didn't have anything to do with. I mean, it's not, it's not a kid's fault. Yeah. It was, it was heavy. Whew. 
that was really heavy. But I do like Rick too. And he's he's kind of my my outside guy. I don't think he will end up with Michelle, but he is doing fantastic. Like he's killing this. He's killing it. You're talking about Rick? Yeah. I'm sorry, does he not give you super creepy vibes though? No. Like super oh. creepy oh, vibes. I can't believe we haven't talked about this. Um he has like I think it's just his appearance. No, he's creepy. I, I, no, he does not give me creepy vibes. He has like weird eye stuff going on. Okay, um, when it comes out that he's a serial killer and he's murdered three he's women. He's not a serial killer, but I will tell you that we talked a lot about Connor with the creepy vibes and I sent you that video of him. Um, oh. Where he was, I, I was unfortunately like watched the entire thing. Or something, and no, he, dyed he was his dressed hair up white. as a, he was dressed up as My Chemical Romance, and that was oh, his. that's right, that's right. Yeah, that was really uncomfortable. But it really does just show you how tight that little group of bachelor people is, in the sense of like you, in those videos, you happen to see like eight other people who have been on Bachelor seasons, and you're just like, right. oh, how do you even right. know that person? That's weird. So. Connor isn't teaching right now. Let's just say that. I'm going to say that. I don't think Oh, Connor look at that. It's almost like home. he used, yeah, he almost used the bachelorette thing as a springboard for his music career. Interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, he, so he did My Chemical Romance and that was, I can't unsee that. He dyed his hair bleach blonde. Oh, um, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one was just a, a lot. I was so, like, so great. you would find Connor creepier than Rick at this point. Yeah. I, I haven't. I have not picked. Con- I have not figured Connor out yet. I think both are creepy, but I think Rick definitely takes the cake so far. He really? just. I don't know. So I I like Rick. Something so about his vibe. I top top three for me that I like. Not necessarily who she's gonna pick. I would say Rick, Joe, Brandon, Nate's gonna make it far. I said Martin's Rodney? probably not going to be in the top five, but I might be wrong about that. What about Rodney? Oh, Rodney. Like Rodney. No, I would put Leapfrog, Leapfrog Rodney over Martin and, and over Rick. I think I'd Leapfrog Rodney over Rick. Okay. So top three. That's where 100%. Locked in. All right. Good to know. Yes. And there's a very good if you go look at your Instagram on Bachelor, the the web, the Instagram account. There's a video of the basketball date, so a couple weeks ago, and they showed another clip from it. And Rodney does this backwards. He he shoots the basketball backwards, and it goes in, and it's the most hilarious video because like he's like I I never would hit a basketball like that. I would never hit that shot. It's very fun. He's just fun. I, I think Rodney is amazing. The guy def, definitely brings the energy. That's for sure. <clears throat> he does. He does. Um, but yeah. Okay. So he, he was another one that was guilty of ignoring her though. So interesting stuff. Um, one thing I will say that I thought was interesting was the musician was actually someone that I've heard of before. I was yeah. like, oh, they're like Andy Grammer. I was like, Oh, I know. Andy Grammer, he, that made me think. Oh, he's probably he's at that point in his career. Oof, you know. What I, I mean? know. I I wondered the same thing. Like, does that mean his career's gone downhill, or because you gotta Michelle, think it has really trying to step this up? 
there was a whole bunch of talk about how Katie didn't get dressed as well as Mr. Michelle's getting dressed and how the intro was like pretty lame compared to Michelle's. There's a lot of pressure on ABC to make sure that that they do this the right way because they've had so many issues with diversity with their producers and not treating the leads of color very well and all of that kind of thing. Um, so have the, wait, have there been leads of color? I thought Matt was the first bachelor. He was the first bachelor. Rachel then, was the first um, oh, okay, bachelorette. Right. So is Michelle the second bachelorette yes. of color? Okay, yes. so their leads, their two leads. Act, no, actually, Tasha. <laughs> oh yeah, Tasha. No shit. So this is this is the third. Um, I believe. So, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Okay. Well, because um, I just went off in a tangent and then totally forgot what I was gonna say. So that's <laughs> embarrassing. Well, we were talking about how Andy Grammer's career is is in the oh, shitter, and I <laughs> and I think that's I think that's probably true because if you. I definitely didn't look it up and I should, but I think his popular songs, if they're, I, I know for sure there's one really big one. I'm sure there's a couple though. Um, we're from like 2012, like a while back. They were, they were well, pretty Do you old. remember when we went to the outdoor avalanche yes, games? Yes. And he performed. And yes. he performed then. And that was a long time ago. That was Matt Duchesne was still on the avalanche. Like that was a long time ago. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, his his career might be really on the tumble, and I feel like that's that's how you know that. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, who went home at the or or is there anything you want to touch on at the cocktail party outside? No, I think that's it. Oh oh, sorry. One thing I do want to say is, I thought it was really interesting how they didn't show Nate's response to the confrontation from Michelle. That seemed to be a bit of a key edit yeah. on their part, right? Yeah. Like. Why, you know, we didn't get to hear anything that he had to say in return. I, he could have defended himself really well or really poorly, and we have no idea. Just right. That was interesting. Um, but, yeah, who went home that was interesting? Um, Will. Yeah, and not really interesting because neither of us saw him as a right big-time player, right? So Romeo went home. Yeah. But he was just someone that had like a recognizable face because we had seen him a lot, but he didn't, I don't even know what his connection was with Michelle really. Right. right. Like, I don't and think then Chris G, which did we talk about, like he's kind of, he and Casey look somewhat look alike. alike. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't know who either of those people were. And based on you saying the names, I figured out that that was them because I don't know. I couldn't have told you either of their names and. I'm glad that you said that because I see them come across the screen all the time, I guess, but I still have no idea who they are. But, right. Yeah. They now do we're starting to get down to like the ones that we mm-hmm. might know. And I'm, I'm a little, I'm excited for her because they clearly still aren't going to do international travel, but they're going to go travel to her hometown in Minnesota. And this is the first time since COVID that they have left the resort that they're at. So I think that will be really great. Yeah, um, I thought that was pretty funny how they got all excited. Oh, my God, we get to go to – oh, that was another produced part was Brandon being all excited about, oh, my God, man, I'm so stoked for Minnesota. And I was like, no one's that excited about going to Minnesota. They're just not. <laughs> but, yeah. Fair, fair. Uh, yeah, I thought that was funny. They all got really hyped <laughs> to go to Minneapolis. But, uh, yeah, looks like it'll be a good time. I don't know. Yeah. 
Should be good. The previews this week are pretty good, so I'm looking forward to the next episode. Yeah, any uh, any predictions? Any bold predictions? I hope Chris goes home, but I don't think he... Ugh. Actually, you know what? I'm going to bet that Michelle sends him home. Yeah, what was your thinking on her not sending him home this time? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I feel like that, yeah. I don't feel like there could have been any thinking behind it, which is why I think, I think my thought like, process was the producers made her keep. This is, right. this is the first time we've seen the producers make her keep somebody she didn't want to keep. I think that was my thought. Seemed like a producer pick for sure. I agree. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah, that probably wraps it up for this week, but we will catch you guys next week for another exciting episode. Bye. I'm not the kind of girl that you're taking pictures with, that you're seeing in the daylight. Not the kind of girl that you're eating breakfast with, that you're talking about to your friends. Not the kind of girl you bring home to 